Welcome to the Jersey to Vegas podcast. This podcast talks about the hows, whys, and what's next in your life journey. If you're looking to start fresh and turn over a new leaf, you're in the right place. Now, here's your host, Pete Isip. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jersey to Vegas podcast. It's Pete, and we have a special guest today, uh, a friend of mine who I know nothing about. I met him in the stand-up scene, um, and he he was just super nice to me. So I, I called him onto the podcast to make sure I want to know more about him. And I'm sure you guys do too. Like what's what's happening here? What's happening uh, around uh, this episode number twenty eight? So episode twenty eight, and we have a local. Are you local, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I'm local. Chris Spring, not Springs. Hey. Spring. Say hello. That's right. Say hello, Chris. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? How you guys doing in Vegas or Jersey, wherever you're at right now? Wherever. California. I don't even know That's where right. these people. Uh, I got one in like England. I got some England, Netherlands. Nice. Yeah. Very whatever. Nice. Whatever. Wherever you're from, we're from here. So uh, let me shout out the sponsors before we go. Thank you guys uh, for Greenville Coffee in Jersey, uh, Jersey City. Thank you guys for, for the sponsorship and also Boost Fitness in Nutley, New Jersey. Thank you as always. If you guys uh, haven't gone to their website, it is uh, greenvillecoffeeroasters.com and then you have boostfitness.com in Nutley, New Jersey. So guys, thank you so much. Uh, and a big shout out to the Patreons. We have a new Patreon. I'm, I'm going to shout out two. I'm going to shout out last week's podcaster because he complained that I didn't shout him out, but I did. Danny B, thank you for being on the Patreon and Vinny A. So Vinny A is also now... He's actually my best friend. So finally, my best friend is giving me some money. So I appreciate it. Thank you for waiting fucking six, six months to, to give me fucking 20 bucks. I appreciate it. So Chris is on. <laughs> like I said, he's a stand-up comic. I'm sure he's more than that, but I only know him from, from stand-up. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. Like we're on a date right now. Like what, what, what do you do? <laughs> Whoa, I immediately got nervous. Hold on, let, me see. let me go grab a tie real quick. No, um, I am uh, I'm a father of three, uh, uh, recently uh, widowed, uh, which is a thing, it's, it's true. Um, I've been doing comedy for a little over what, uh, seven years now. Oh, wow. The last four I actually took serious, and especially this year, um, I took really serious. You know, just because of what everything that had happened, uh, I kind of wanted to show my kids like, you know, life still has to go on and you still got to, you know, try and reach the goals that not everybody obviously gets to uh, gets to accomplish or, you know, even gets to see. And I didn't mean to make it so no, <laughs> sad right now. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> thank you for being honest. You know, thank you for yeah. being vulnerable and honest. Um, I, you said seven years of comedy. Where did you start off at? I, you know, I started in California, actually. That's where I'm from originally. Gotcha. I, uh, yeah, I actually come from the San Fernando Valley um, in this small little, quaint little town called Pacoima, um, which is, if you know anything about Pacoima, um, it's where they perfected locking their doors and uh, rolling <laughs> up the windows. That's the, the place that sells all of the, uh, if you look at most houses, they have like bars on the windows. Like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty standard ghetto. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I grew up there. That's, uh, that's you know, where I, where I 
learn to uh, use my humor to get away from with things. Because uh, with a name like Chris Spring, uh, <laughs> most gangsters were like, hey, you're messing with me. That's not your name. I'm like, no, I swear, I swear to God, it's my name. They're like, this guy's over here giving us his stage name. I'm like, no, yeah. I swear. Yeah. yeah. I had to uh, I had to learn to be funny, bro. It was either that or get beat up. Word. And uh, I, I got tired of that real quick. Yeah. So that went yeah, through. And so, then you started stand up in, in San Fernando or in where, where yeah, in California? In California. Um, you know, I, the, well, it's funny. Um, I say like seven years, cause that's actually what I counted it as. Yeah. But the first time that I actually did stand up was, uh, with my twin brother, um, when we were 21, cause we both wanted to do stand up. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, but we didn't have a, you know, the actual balls to do it. Right. So, um, so we turned 21, which was back in like 2001, I believe. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm older than I look. I'm, I'm assuming for most people. <laughs> <laughs> Super young. You just put 2001 when you were 21. I was like, wait a minute. I think I'm the same yeah. age as you. Then. Oh, I'm 42. Yeah. Yeah, 42. Yeah, bro. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you moved out here. When did you move out here? Uh, about four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would say like seven years ago is when I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually try and like get better. You know, because previously to that, I, it would be very seldom when I did stand up, maybe once every so couple of months, you know, and and uh, what happened would, would be like something would happen in life that would stop me from doing it. Or at least I felt like I had to stop. Right. Right. Um, but I finally got to the point where especially now, like where I'm like, things are always going to happen. So you might as well, you know, take advantage of the time you do have, because I mean, this year of any year i really learned that tomorrow's not promised wow wow and yeah. you you were recently widowed i mean i know you said it if you don't yeah, mind asking and this year actually in june oh, sorry um yeah well i mean i, I say widowed because uh, we were still married on paper and everything um but we actually uh we're estranged like gotcha. uh, we were we were yeah we were already separated for like a couple years gotcha and we were yeah then the only reason that I we didn't um, like officially end everything, which we were already starting the process, but the only reason that we didn't was because uh, you know she was going through uh, chemo treatments and like she was battling breast cancer. Gotcha. So yeah, so I was like, no, she needs my insurance, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so I was like, nope, like we're just oh. gonna try and let make sure you get healthy. So I could hate you like a normal person hates their ex or <laughs> no, we weren't even that bad, but you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, yeah. Wow. So that's, that's very recent. And, and then now like you can see it, I you can, can see your consistency in, in stand up. I know wise guys, uh, yeah. this is the club that we met at. Like, here's a real quick story. <clears throat> I'm like introverted, outroverted when I'm there, I, I kind of don't talk to anybody. I like sit in this one table and the same table all the time. And then the first day, Chris and Ch- shimmy, I don't want to mess yeah. with you. Uh-huh. shimmy. Yeah. yeah that's a, you, you guys it. just said, hi, you know, that's it. Yeah. Like you said, hi, you introduce yourselves to me. And I was like, Hey, what's mm-hmm. up? Awesome. You know? And just from that, like, I just knew they were just super nice people, you know, like there's not in the comedy scene, not many people in New- I'm from New York or New Jersey. They don't really talk to you. You know, they just kind of step in step out then go to the next mic step in step out and you could still see it here 
uh, but right. definitely a lot more open. And this club, I think, made people more open. I don't know if it's me or like you tell me. And is there other clubs around here? Um, are they as nice or like are the comics as nice? Uh, I think, uh, I, first of all, I think the environment that Wise Guys gives is great for comedy. Um, I, I think, uh, I, I want to say generally that most of the people in the Vegas scene are actually relatively like uh, inviting and nice. Um, not everybody's always, you know, going to be like receptive to you or even acknowledge you. <laughs> like, right. But that's doing this long enough i i know that some people it's not even it might not even be in their head like they might just be thinking of their set or whatever the case is but i know like in my in like shimmy like we saw you and i'm like hey that's pete like that dude's funny like like but i see him like all alone um like because usually like i'm like i don't know if he's if that's a purpose move like you're Mm -hmm. like in your head thinking like okay what am i gonna say tonight you know but either way i was like you know what let's just go say hi like you know the word I, i think it took me a while to be that way because I know before I would always feel like I never wanted to impose on people, right. but I, but I still had that thing in me where I'm like, but I want to tell them he's funny. <laughs> like, I want to be like, cause you know, I want to be loved. <laughs> like, right. Basically. Right. But, love, but also I was like, that's pretty much my philosophy. And I know uh, me and Shimmy were kind of like that. Yeah. So absolutely. yeah. But also to me, it's like, what you don't get anything, you don't lose anything by telling somebody hello at least, right? And being like, "Hey, man, I acknowledge you." Like, like you know, I think you're. I love what you do, and like, hey, man, like it's cool to be here. And I feel like that's what a lot of people who do are more. I don't, I don't even want to say cold, but maybe they're a little bit more hesitant to be, you know, friendly. Right. Um, they forget that it's like, no, man, we're all literally trying to do the same thing which is make people laugh and strangers which is hard enough like we don't need to be like so cold to each other it's like no right. man, we're all we're growing up here we're getting our chops like fine tuned and everything like you know that's just the way i see it like yeah it's it's true you know sometimes i'm, I'm you're exactly correct i'm the guy that's kind of in their head like I'm in there, it's just like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. How am I gonna say this? Who's sitting there? All right, who's in the front? What's going on? You know, like kind of uh, analyzing the room. But at the right. same time, when I walk around, I'll say hello. I'll say hi. And some people don't say hi at all, and some people do. Right. But you know, like again, that's a great point where you said like they probably are just like you or like me, just maybe inside their head a little bit more because shit, they're gonna go on stage and right. do one of the scariest things in the entire planet. You know. <laughs> right. And uh, I think that's kind of the thing too. It's like it took me a long time to not take it personal. <laughs> until, until like after the fact that one time somebody actually came to me after and they were like hey i didn't mean to i hope i didn't come across as rude it's just i was in my head that's when it clicked in my head like oh yeah like yes not everybody just exactly what they're gonna do some right. people i mean god bless those people but yeah right. like even me i'm like what am i gonna do my cholo bit tonight am i gonna <laughs> talk about how my dog peed on my on my shoes like you know what i mean like and yeah. it's not even that I don't want to be bothered. It's just like, I already know my memory's trash already as it is. Right. So I don't, yeah. So, but it, it's, uh, it took me a long time to, to be like, oh yeah, like we're all people, like we all have our own way of dealing with things, you know? So right. I'm way better at it now. Oh yeah. The way yeah. Like, I would, I would have never known that you didn't, you know, like you just uh, so um, genuine, you know, it's such a genuine, like, hello, a genuine laugh. Right. So. 
So it's well, that's always that always is genuine. Like I, yeah. I, I, I don't. I haven't met too many people that I'm like. I know there's a couple of people that I'm like. I think that guy doesn't like me. Yeah. And uh, but then but then again, even those people, I'm like, you know what? They're allowed that opinion. Like that's that's cool. Like, hey, do you? You know what I mean? Right. So I try not to uh, focus on any of that, dude. I don't got time, bro. Right. Right. Just just yeah. in yours. And that's it. Same. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you with it that. Is, and you, you, you just said a really good thing. Like wise guys made a nice, a really good environment. You know, you could feel oh, the difference. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. And, and shout out to everybody over there. Wise. Hey, listen, first of all, if you, if you're in the area and you haven't yet been to wise guys, stop wasting what you're all the time you're, you're wasting right now. Cause that place is amazing. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if you've plugged it on the show yet or on your podcast yet, but um, yeah, it's like one of those places. It's like, I'm so grateful to have it here and for us to be able to take advantage of it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to, and everyone there is just amazing too. Yeah. The staff yeah. is nice. Everyone's nice. This is like, wow. Yeah. I feel, I honestly, I feel like it's fake because I come from such <laughs> cold, like, you know, like you go to the place right. and all they want to do is take advantage of you and no one, right. everyone's out for themselves. So like, yeah, I don't think I've to get gone to an that. open mic and never talked to someone. I just walked in, tried to, and then just kind of walked out because no one else, everyone has walked out. Um, right. But here, so different. So different. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely is different. Um, even the structure I was telling other people was like, like, it's honestly made me, in my, in my opinion, I mean, who knows, but a better uh, writer and mm. like uh, a little bit of a better performer because they only if, if those of your audience don't understand the way it works is like we start off in open mics and uh, they give you usually three minutes at wise guys and uh, that's what i like about it because right. in three minutes you're like i have to get straight to the joke like i don't have too much time to you know give the extras or give any kind of uh unnecessary information so i, I it's really improved my writing and my uh, performance absolutely it's tighter like it makes you trim that fat you know and a lot of times when you go up there and you have all fat your exactly. time goes so you're gone i did it once and right. i was like what, what, what did i even say did i even am <laughs> i done and then you're done the funny thing about stand-up is like uh sometimes you'll go up on stage and then next thing you realize like you're getting off stage and you're like wow i don't remember anything i said right yeah it's like it's almost like a lapse in your memory and then you're like, wait, I'm done? Like, that's it? Like, especially in those three-minute sets, it's like, oh, I totally was, I don't even remember what happened. All I know is I, I hopefully I heard laughter and hopefully right. people are not like, hey, don't ever come back here again. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be the last time we see you. I'll so you true. I'll about my mom. So true. I'm so sorry. I don't know what, what I said. Yeah, what did I, what do you even say? I don't remember. It's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you record it and you're like, what, what did I say? <laughs> I didn't say anything up there. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. That's cool. So you, you already shouted out wise guys. Uh, what, what are your other favorite things or places to go around here? Is there anything like you don't have to name any, if you, there is none, but what, no, what well, do you suggest? Well, honestly, I, I, uh, I am, uh, I, like I told you, I'm, I'm been taking it more like serious quote unquote. Um, um, but I was still trying to, uh, I'm still in that stage where I'm trying to find the timing. Right. You know, right. Cause there's a lot of the shows here that I, I'm not trying to avoid. It's just, 
like I'm a single father of three now. So I have to make sure I have time for my kids still right. and, uh, and all my other responsibilities. And uh, um, so there's honestly, I'm, I'm trying to get into anything else I can get into. Um, uh, just cause I, I see so many other comics in, in this scene uh, trying to, uh, to make it. In, and, you know, all, all these other comedy clubs uh, are fantastic clubs. Cause I've been to, to most of them. Yeah. Some of them I haven't been to yet, but I plan to within the next couple of uh, of weeks. And then uh, I don't want to ever look at a spot like I don't want to be there for any particular reason. I kind of would love to just rotate them. So right. I think as this next year comes through, I, what I'll be doing is I'll be spending making sure I spend a certain amount of time at all of them. And gotcha. and what I want to do is also uh, not just in like locally. But I kind of want to travel and see if I can, uh, you know, do comedy, have my comedy plays like in different parts of the country. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm very curious of that. So these are your goals. You kind of have these set already yeah, for these yourself. Are my goals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I was like, these sound like but, goals. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, those are definitely my goals. And I think Wise Guys kind of helped me regain my, my, uh, my uh, confidence to, to be like, no, like I should be doing this. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm good enough to... Because I, I suffer, suffered from uh, imposter syndrome for okay. like a long time, bro. Yeah. It was like so many times where I'd get off stage and I'd be like, I should write a handwritten letter of apology to everybody who was here tonight. Because <laughs> uh, that was atrocious. And I feel so bad. So hard on yourself, right? So hard on myself, bro. Harder yeah. than any... Like, even if there were people that were like, oh, this guy was trash. I'm like, oh, is that, is that all you got for me? I got words. Check this out. Also, I'm short and I'm kind of fat. Is that all you got? Is that all you got on me? Like, I'll shit on myself way harder yeah. than anybody yeah. thinks they can shit on me. Like Eminem in 8 Mile. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. It's true. It's true, though. Like, we, so the imposter syndrome is huge. I can't imagine, like... I don't know many of these people personally, but a lot of stand-up comics are stand-up comics for a reason, right? A lot of us are definitely yeah. truthfully hard, hard issues. Yeah. 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 So let's, uh, let's uh, talk about that. I think I, we already talked about it, but um, what, like we always have our, our tough times or our mentally, you even posted something about mental illness and that really caught my attention. Yeah. You know, um, if you know nothing about me, like that's all it, I focus on. This podcast is pretty much moved towards, because uh, I suffer from bipolar depression, wonderful, wonderful life. But you know, it's day to day. But right, what was your, you know, hardest time, and how did you get through that? Well, I I uh, mentioned it earlier. Um, the death of my uh, estranged wife was, it was like honestly, it hit me like a ton of bricks, bro. Like even though we weren't together anymore, um, and this was somebody who was like a major part of my life and and I don't think uh you know I I was trying to think back to um when everything happened like why was I taking it so hard but it's like how could I not you know like this woman was the mother of my three children like I loved her longer than I didn't like uh um so it was it was one of those things where no one prepares you to have uh uh you know that kind of tragedy happen so um relatively unexpectedly you know and uh it was it, it it took a long time for me to even still now i feel like i'm still going through it because grief 
I like I started looking up grief and like how people um like uh, you know how they get over it like what does it look like and and honestly like everything I've read was like you, you don't really get over it ever um which now I've come to terms with and it's been like uh, yeah like I don't know if I'll ever truly get over it I think I'll just learn to uh to live with it um but if anything like like it taught me a lot just in the in the ways of like how I wanted to handle her memory so like to me a part of it was it was like I need to show my our kids like um because if, if anything about my ex like anyone who actually knew her that knew me this woman loved life more than most people I know like she enjoyed every single day like if it would mm-hmm. like if it was her last and uh she was kind of one of those people like her favorite songs were everything about like, oh, I will, like there's this Spanish song um, called uh, uh, en, Viva, en Viva, which it just means in life. Like, and it basically talks about how like every day you need to, you need to cherish every day. Like it's the last because we don't know, you know, how much time we have on this earth. And, and ever since then, it made me think like, yeah, like we don't know how long we have, but also it's like, it's not fair that, that me who's someone who suffered from uh imposter syndrome pretty much all my comedy career like every time that i was like and this is something i wanted since i was seven bro like nice. i wanted it since i was seven. like i remember telling my twin brother like hey what do you want to be when you grow up when we were seven year olds and he's like ah like, i want to be a, a cop no an astronaut no a fireman and i was like nah fuck that I want to be a stand-up comedian. He was wow. like, oh my God, me too. What's that? And like, I <laughs> what it was. And, uh, but but it, it really made me reflect and be like, look at this. Like, like she lived life. Like she was going to enjoy every second of it. And I couldn't get over the fact of like, oh, should I be allowed? Should I? And it just made me think like, dude, that's not cool to like, I'm still walking around. I should be able to like, and, and uh, I don't know if that's healthy or not, but like, I should at least be like, in the way of like, you know what? I'm going to give it everything I have. And, uh, and if it doesn't happen, like, hey, I'm going to still enjoy life regardless, yeah, man. you know, and, and at least my kids need to, to see that. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's kind of, wow. that's, that's kind of the hardest thing that I, uh, you know, had to go through so far. Um, but you know, life is crazy, bro. <laughs> Life's crazy. So, so far, that's all I, you know, I've, uh, the biggest loss I've had to, to where I actually had to face like grief, like staring me in the face. Yeah. Grief and does last. I still last. struggle with it. Oh, oh definitely, bro. You, you do, um, you could tell, you could, like, I can't tell, but you are a very strong person because I cannot tell. You know, for well, you to, bro, I, that was like a punch in the face when you said that. I was like, wow. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, bro. Generally, I'm a, I'm a very positive person already. Like I, I, I always, my philosophy is I want to, if when the moment that I do die and I, you know, they say you see your whole life flash before your eyes before that happens. Yeah. I would rather remember the times that I smiled than I didn't. Hmm. And, uh, and I think I always, I always think about that. And um, so I, I try to generally stay positive even if things aren't really going my way or anything like that. Cause it's like, well, anything else would uh, other than feeling it, 
like I've gotten better at feeling those emotions and, and kind of letting go. But I mean, as far as the, the strength thing, like, no, bro, I still struggle. Like, yeah. even now, like there'll be times where I'll just, I'll just break down and I'll start crying. Like out of nowhere, bro. Like it's crazy how it happens. And, uh, and it, it, I get triggered by like the weirdest things, yeah. but, uh, but for the most part, bro, I, I try to, uh, I try to push through in a way that I feel like she would be like, okay, no, you're doing, you're doing good. You know? Right. It's a, it's a great. And, and also for my kids, you know? Yes. Even more. I feel yeah. like that's, that, that was like the, the lesson too. It's like, you really yeah. show your, you keep saying it. it's like, show your kids, like you can do it. You can do something, right. even though something hard just happened, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, oh, and they're, they're so strong, bro. They're, they're really, they're, they're honestly the ones that make me remember like, oh yeah, like, you know, be strong. I remember, um, a little bit after it happened, um, we were all like gathered around family and it was her, my ex's family and well, my, uh, you know, my in-laws and, uh, and my kids. And we were just talking about her memory and everything, you know, how you trade stories and, and everything. Yeah. And, uh, I remember we're leaving and I start packing stuff and, uh, like I, it got to me and I started crying and, and my, my youngest was like, he walks out and he sees me and he's like, he grabs me by the shoulder and he goes, dad, stop crying. <laughs> so like, he immediately snapped me out of me and I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, but I had to like stop him and, and tell him like, listen, this is how I handle it. It, it doesn't, like i don't want you to think that it's not okay for you to cry but i get what you're saying like there's a time to place and i'm like like, but but also you know dad's a crybaby like get out of here like go get your sister and your brother covering yourself up yeah how old your little son like oh um, he just had a birthday and uh, he's 14 now yeah i have a birthday oh yes big one yeah yeah bro you got a handful oh 14 year old uh, 16 year old and a 20 year old wow that's a handful oh definitely that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) um to not to change the subject but thank you for sharing that um really definitely awesome message you know i think the listeners will will definitely take that because we all can uh relate to the grieving or some type of process that that you're going through and just hearing that even me like i was like there's something you said and i forgot i'm making that a t-shirt and i'll I'll send it to you and i'll put a spring on it just i'll design it i will i i forget what you said because i don't have my fucking notebook i forgot it but (laughs) yeah i'll remember it and then i'll i'll text it to you but can i use this and then yeah um Yeah, yeah But you, I'm giving you permission right now. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. That's visual and audio. Um, Yeah. What, what made you want to be a stand-up comic at seven and who was it? That's right. Well, um, uh, I remember I was in my cousin's room at the time and she would always leave her TV on uh because that was because when you're mexican like i don't even know if this is specific to us but sometimes you'll leave your tv on so like so like nobody will bother your stuff or like your room so they think you're in there anyways um so she left her tv on and and, uh i remember like i walked in because i heard voices and uh and really was i saw someone standing there no band behind them like just a stool a drink 
and just talking to a crowd. And I just, I was immediately amazed by, wow, this guy's just talking and just holding a, a, an audience. And uh, I, I, I was trying to remember who it was. And I want to say it was Richard Pryor, but I, I can't really remember if it was him or not. Right. I just remember thinking like, wow, that's amazing. And after that, I was like, I was hooked. Like everything stand up, I was all about it, bro. Like I remember I would hear like Rodney Dangerfield, like all these old records of like uh, stand up. And, and I was just like, I love it. Like I'm immersed in it. Like everything since that age, bro, I was always like, oh, like, is, what, like, could that be a bit? Could that, you know what I mean? Like wow. I, I was all about it, bro. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. That's such a good story. Yeah. I love those stand-up stories. Like, who was who was the first one that influenced you to do that? You know, usually it's like it's Pryor, uh, Eddie Murphy. Usually, Eddie Murphy. That's, usually, that's why I was like, maybe it was Pryor, but I cannot. I was so like, right. Uh, it was so long ago. I, I really can't remember who it right. was. It's, it brought you here, so that's that's hey, that's did, great. So yeah. and um and yeah, it, just, it was cool watching you guys. You know. Um, it's cool watching you guys go up there. Um, and it's, it's just great, you know, so good luck. Oh, same to, to you, you bro. I'm sorry. Same to you. Same to you, bro. Thanks, man. I, I, I know you mentioned the, uh, the, the mental health thing. And I think especially lately with, with my grief and grief and everything, I'm like, you know what? I know a, a lot of, we know a lot of uh, comics that, um, that do struggle with mental health. Um, so any chance that I, I have to be like, like, are you okay? Like just to check in on people. Like I, I try to do that. Cause you know, it, it's, I know like, it's not easy as it is. So sometimes we need somebody to check on us and you, and you never know who, who might be hearing you might be, who might need it to hear, you know, your opinion or just to hear that that's even a possibility. Right. Just the voice. Yeah. Sometimes you want to hear a voice, voice versus the one yeah. inside your head. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes those noises, voices in your head just get to it annoying. Yeah. Way, yeah. way loud. Gets super yeah. loud sometimes. You know, it's like super it loud. Yeah. yeah. I actually just joined a jujitsu club up here because I couldn't take wow. it anymore. Because I would work out on my own and it got to a point where it's like, I have to talk to people. Like, I have to talk to other right. people besides my two kids and two dogs. I can't just <laughs> hang out with them. They're five, right. six and three. I'm not really getting much out of it. And uh, so I just signed up to get beat up. That's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll help. You know, exercise always helped me through my mental uh, episodes. So if I don't have that, like, I really, I really need to, I signed up. Yeah. I, need to do it. I, uh, yeah. I feel like lately I've been, I've been realizing like, oh yeah, like uh, the, the physical health also helps the mental. Um, like I, I'm trying to get into a better shape now. And yeah. I noticed that like, oh yeah, when, when you're tired, you don't, you're also tired in your brain. So it makes a lot of sense to me now. Like, oh yeah, your, your body would be like, I, I don't want to think about like, these <laughs> yes. other things that bring stress. Like <laughs> I'm too tired to like, to be sad about myself. So, right. right. I'm too yeah. exhausted to be sad. Yeah, I'm too yeah. exhausted. That's another shirt. I'm too exhausted to be sad. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that's cool. Um, so let the people know uh, you have any more endeavors. We already, we already heard your goals. Um, yeah. Where can we see you? Do you have a website? Are you on Twitter, Instagram? Where you got? I I am on all social media, and uh, it's Chris Spring Live. I actually just started my uh, my website. 
and it's it's under the same name, Chris Spring Live. So chrisspringlive.com. Uh, I'll also be posting future uh, uh, dates or any performances I have coming up, um, podcasts or anything else like that. If you're um, want to get your little Chris Spring fix, like <laughs> go to chrisspringlive.com. It's awesome. Great plug. It's such a clean, that's such a clean, I really thought it was a stage name when I first heard it. And then you explained it on, <laughs> when you explained it on stage, I was like, oh no, that's really his fucking name. Holy shit. I was like, Chris Spring. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's a clean ass stage name. <laughs> you, you're born for it, man. You're born for yeah, it. I know, right? It's so like my it's parents cool. knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to close up. But now we, I always ask this one question. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I wish I asked you? It's a weird question. Uh, well, let's see. I wish you would have uh, um, maybe, I don't know, compliment me more. Like tell me my, my eyelashes are long. No, I'm just kidding. You're so tall. <laughs> You're so weird. tall and handsome. Oh, that's what I wanted. Listen. You're so tall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really wish you would have said how tall I really am. Like, yeah, because you look so much taller in person. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you use this in a bit yet, but you said something. Again, if you go back to this, and that's why I'm saying it now, you mm-hmm. said a line about your brother. It was really fast. Oh, my twin. Was, your twin, yeah. But you said yeah. it, you said it here, and I was like, that would be a good closer. For was your... it the whole thing of of uh, how we uh, how we both fast. do stand up? No. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Both do stand up, and he was like, uh, "What's that?" <laughs> like that. I think that <laughs> yeah, was it. Yeah. That was it. I was oh, like, the, yeah, that was the beginning I of my be... stand up journey. Ah, was it nice? Yeah, yeah, nice. definitely. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we're going to close on up because I know we got to do shit tonight. So uh, I want to thank you so much for coming out, uh, guys. Uh, ChrisSpringLive.com. Chris, thank you again for coming out today. I, I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. So we will see you guys next time on episode number 29. Um, I think we have Brian Shenanigan on 20. Oh, no, this is 29. Oh, nice. This is 29. And then we're going to go into 30 with Brian Shenanigan. Got, so what's up? I said I got upgraded. It oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're 29. Because 28, I definitely messed up. That's all right. It doesn't matter. Because no, I'm okay. going to put the right one on later. All right, guys. So thank you so much for coming to JerseyVegas.com. If you haven't, go to Patreon.com slash Jersey to Vegas if you want to support the channel. And we're on Instagram and every other thing and everything else. So I'll see you guys later. Chris Spring, say peace out. Deuces. Deuces. I'll see you guys later. Have a great night or day, whatever. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Pete, you can follow him on Instagram at Pete Isop. Thanks again and see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.